The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. On the bounce here is going to be Techmeyer, who gives it to Coster on the left wing. Coster's out there, going to get a screen from Straka, gets it inside for Straka. Straka back out for Techmeyer. Techmeyer drives, will float, and score! Jake Techmeyer with the bucket. Two seconds. Bearcats win it! Today, the Carney Bearcats hit the road to battle the Silverhawks of Lincoln Southwest. High School Basketball in Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Struving gets it inbounded to her, and off a screen, they'll give it to Ross, who's open for three, and she hits it! Mariah Ross drains the three-pointer, a good look there, good offensive set for Carney High. Tonight's girls' contest features a pair of top ten teams, while the red-hot Carney boys look for an eighth win over their last nine games. It's the Bearcats and Silverhawks coming up next, but first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Lincoln with ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcutter right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And good evening once again, everyone, from Omaha, Bearcat Basketball on Classic Hits 98.9 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The Carney Bearcats looking for their eighth consecutive win on this boys' season, set at 10-4, while the Omaha Westside Warriors have struggled this year. After going 13-10 last year, they set at 4-12. Now, they did come out and get a win on Tuesday night uh, against Omaha Northwest. But they are looking for a little bit more than that. Two of their wins this year have come against Omaha Northwest. Another against Lincoln High, who Carney plays tomorrow afternoon and will have on ESPN 1460. But the one that glares is still playing to Norfolk at Norfolk, playing them to one point just two weeks ago, the same day that Carney beat Miller North. So what kind of team will we see tonight? Talking with Coach Brian Nemechek before the game. Of course, the big story, they went 13-10 and last year. They beat Carney 61-48. to but Anthony Bratton transferred after the second game of the year. He was their top returning player. You read all about it. You heard all about it, especially if you were down here in the Metro. And so Westside with a younger team just trying to improve their basketball team. Let's go ahead and take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the Bearcats, number three, a 6'1", senior Jake Techmeyer. Number 11, 5'9", senior Trey Clevenger. Number 24, 6'2", senior Ryan Koski. Number 43, 6'6", sophomore Shallow Robinson. And number 44, 6'3", junior Cannon Coster. The head coach of the Bearcats, Drake Moronic, assisted by Jim Moran. Mitch Olson, Alex Thayer, Ryan Milks, Jake Waller, and Keaton Klimek, 10-4, ranked 6th in Class A after winning seven straight games. For Omaha West Side, number 4 is a 6-foot senior, Ryan O'Neill. Number 11, a 6-foot freshman, Jaden Booth. Number 12, a 6-foot junior, Jaden Coles. Number 13, a 6-3 senior, Bennett Hellman. And number 41, a 6-4 sophomore, Chase Thompson. The head coach of the Warriors is Brian Nemechek, assisted by Jared Hellman, Jim Simons, Rick Berkshire, and Reese Baumgartner, 4-12 and 12 on the season. 
And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. High School Basketball on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you in part by Barney Insurance. You can hear our games at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Getting close to the opening tip. Back with more in a moment. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. Really no injuries to report, but Carney High has been battling some illness this week and not being able to play, make the trip today as Sam Straka. Two starters in the guards at Techmeyer and Clevenger have also been under the weather but will start tonight. And if they're not at 100% strength, they're pretty close. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Westside and Kearney will tip it off next. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. As we are ready to get things underway, the ball is in the air. Shiloh Robinson wins the tip, and it will be run down by Trey Clevenger. Carney Catholic girls, a makeup game tonight, leads St. Paul after 1, 11-3. Westside's going to come out. Looks like started a zone defense here against the Bearcats. Coster working it around. Clevenger gets it to Techmeyer on the baseline. Robinson backdoor bounce pass. Koski is up and in on the assist. From Robinson, so Ryan Koski slides in there. And Carney High wants to put full-court pressure on this younger West Side team. They're able to break it. O'Neal, as he turns to go to the hoop, then loses the basketball, taken away by Techmeyer, who tries to go coast-to-coast and got tied up. Another interesting note to one of the officials for tonight's game, a lot of people are familiar with, Brent Robinson, the former athletic director back at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Of course, he's been down here in the Metro for a number of years, but He's one of the whistles here tonight. Carney up 2-0, first 30 seconds of our boys' contest. As Thompson, right at midcourt, wants to fire it all the way down into the corner. Gets it there to Coles. Coles down to the baseline, nothing for Hellman, so he'll kick it out of the wing for Booth. Carney high, playing man-to-man. That is what you are going to see almost 100% of the time for the Bearcats. And looking for their first shot of the game. It's going to be a deep three that's drained by Ryan O'Neill. So Westside will have the lead here by a score of 3-2. to two, And the Bearcats will try and answer. Tech Meyer on the right wing. Again, just playing patient. 
see if they can burn this zone defense, but instead trying to get it inside to Koski. The ball's tipped and turned over. Turnover number two here for Carney High. Yeah, walking the ball up the floor will be the Warriors. Way out on the right wing is going to be Booth. He'll skip it over the left side to O'Neal. The lone senior starter, him and Hellman, the lone senior starters. Skip it into the corner. Two Coles fakes the three. Back out, looking at threes. Here's Thompson, top of the key. It's good. So Chase Thompson hits the three, and Westside able to hit their first two deeps, and it's 6-2 to two in favor of Westside. And they may have to rely on that, one of the reasons that they can hang with some of the teams that they have hung with so far this season. Of course, Carney's not afraid to shoot the three themselves. Techmeyer over to Coster. Coster looking inside. Koski is really doubled as they pack it in to Robinson. Makes that bounce pass inside again, but they saw it coming, and it does not get to Koski. Picked off here by the Warriors, and up the floor they'll come on the left wing with it is Ryan O'Neal. O'Neal running the point. Techmeyer trying to double him up here. Robinson was in the way. Here's another three. That's good. Jaden Coles. Three for three from downtown to start the ball game here, and West Side on their home court is now up by a score of 9-2. to two. Just two and a half minutes in, the Bearcats with the basketball. Coster can't get a shot away to Clevenger. Trey back up top, looks over to the bench to Coach Drake Baronic. They're going to change something up here on the play. Over to Techmeyer. Robinson just kind of hanging at the low post. Koski at the high post, and Techmeyer, Clevenger, and Coster passing it around the perimeter. And really not right on the three-point line either. Coster finally takes the deep three. Got it. Cannon Coster, who's been pretty hot here the last couple of games, will bury the three-pointer for Carney High. And it's 9-5 West Side. They break the press. Three-on-one. Get it underneath to O'Neal. Too strong. Offensive put back. Back up. Blocked by Shiloh Robinson on the second-chance attempt of Bennett Hellman. West Side gets back defensively, and the Bearcats will have to set it up. Good defense by Robinson as they get it to Coster. Same spot. Can't get the three away as he is guarded by Booth and Thompson. Now another three. Coster on the second attempt is good. Cannon Coster back-to-back threes to try to answer the three in a row from west side. And it's 9-8. They break the press again in the middle of the lane. O'Neal kicks it out for three. Booth missed one. So the first five were made. West side. Blake's first. Koski with the rebound. Coster top of the key. Three in transition off the mark. Robinson will grab the rebound. Get it underneath the Koski. He'll put it up, and Carney, just like that, is back on top. Eight straight for the Bearcats. It's Carney 10, West Side 9. Timeout on the floor for the Warriors. So a good start from the outside for West Side, but Carney weathers the storm. We're only halfway through the first quarter. It's Carney 10 and West Side 9. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. With our producer-engineer, Ed Smith, Doug Dudabank with you here at Omaha West Side. Our weekend trip with the Bearcats continues tomorrow at Lincoln High on ESPN, 1460 and 1550. Pre-game at around 240, the girls 245-ish. And on the inbounds, West Side throws it away. Right out of the timeout, Carney High puts on the full-court pressure. And West Side tried to juke and cut. Well, while they were juking, the ball went, and they were supposed to be cutting. And that's their second turnover. 
So the Bearcats will throw it in, and Carson Schwartz comes in during the timeout for Carney High to replace Clevenger. And you may see more of that tonight. They always go back and forth, but with Clevenger still not at 100% health-wise, we may see him get a little more rest. Koski out between the circles over to Coster, who already has a couple of threes. Wants to work on Thompson, kicks it in the corner. Techmeyer, the three is all net. Jake Techmeyer will knock it down, and the Bearcats are now up 13-9 after scoring 11 in a row. Each team has hit three threes here in the first quarter, and West Side with a basketball. You've got Jaden and Jaden, Booth and Coles. It's going to be Booth to the high post, kick it over on the right wing to O'Neal. O'Neal drives into the lane, left-hand scoop shot, hit the rim, no good. Athleticism to get the rebound and then get out of there with it. O'Neal will dump it right back down on the low block against Robinson. Robinson blocks the shot of Jared Crane, who checked in. And here comes Carney High with Schwartz. Two block shots for Robinson. Crane came in during that timeout. It's getting physical down there. Shiloh and Crane, we're going to get a foul here, I would think. They get it to Robinson, tries the reverse layup, instead kicks it out for three. Koski no good. Rebound, Koski following his shot, commits the personal foul. That'll be the first foul of the game on either team. But boy, Jared Crane, a 6'4 senior, they have him on Robinson instead of the bigger 6'4 sophomore in Chase Thompson, probably just from an experience level, and they were really banging that last time down the floor. West side against the pressure, gets it in short to Jaden Booth, and the freshman will hand it right back off to the senior, Ryan O'Neal. O'Neal will walk the ball up the floor and give it off on the right wing to Dylan Plouts. Plouts has just checked into Thompson for three. It's good! Chase Thompson doesn't look like a three-point shooter out there. He looks more like a pretty good football lineman, but when he gets mature here, he's just a sophomore look out. Techmeyer with the top of the circle, and that snaps the 11-0 run by Carney High. 13-12 Bearcats. Schwartz down in the left-hand corner, back out top to Koski. To Techmeyer, lobs it into Robinson. Some help from the backside to deflect it away by Jaden Booth. Good help. And now checking out of the ball game will be Koski and in Brant Barth for Coach Baronic. 2.16 to go first quarter. Carney 13, west side 12. And the Bearcats. We'll throw it in underneath their own hoop. Techmeyer gets it into the corner to Schwartz. Posting up is Jake. Working on a big guy, Thompson. Nowhere to go. Just kicks it back out to Schwartz. And I think they're going to set it up. Barth over to Techmeyer. Ball fake three. Now brings it down to the right wing. Gets triple team. Gives it to Robinson, who lays it up and in. There wasn't much of a gap there, but the assist, Techmeyer, and the layup, Shiloh Robinson. What a great pass at the Centennial Conference Tournament. St. Cecilia and Boys Town are headed to overtime, tied at 62. Here's the drive by Plouts. He's blocked. Robinson blocks it, takes it away. And here come Carney High up by 3, 15 to 12. Robinson just saying, you can't even bring it in the paint. Don't think about it. And there we go. Robinson battling down low with Crane, and Crane will be called for the foul. That'll be the first on Jared Crane. And if I'm Coach Nemechek over here, I'm saying watch the hook on Robinson because he's being physical as well. Hellman will come in and Thompson will check out for Westside. Coach Nemechek gets right to coaching his young man on the bench. Coster takes it at the top of the circle over to Schwartz. Carson back up top. Coster over to Techmeyer. Techmeyer holds it, looks for a couple of switches, nothing there, lobs it up to Schwartz. Westside, if they've watched film, knows that Schwartz doesn't shoot the ball unless it's a breakaway or a, or a layup. So they kind of sag on him, get it to Techmeyer. Three-pointer skips in and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Jaden Booth. 
And it's 15-12, Carney. West side living from the outside. All 12 of their points from beyond the arc. Four threes. Right-hand corner with it will be Booth. Booth dribbling in place. Barth trying to avoid the screen. Takes it back out top to Dylan Plounce. Left wing way out here, O'Neal. Off the screen against Techmeyer. Gets to the high post. Won't take the shot. Now the pass knocked away by Barth with the steal. Scoops it ahead, but nothing there for Techmeyer. He'll hit it into the corner. Schwartz, and he will take a three. And there it is. Carson Schwartz. He just doesn't shoot the ball very much, but he made that one count. And it is 18-12 Bearcats after starting behind 9-2 with 30 seconds to go here in the quarter. A six-point lead for Carney High. CF Westside holds for one. Looking back, Ryan O'Neill with coach says, okay, here's the play. Working on Brant Barth, dribbling out around midcourt. Five-second count on. He gets the screen. O'Neill is cut off by Robinson, kicks it back out to Plouts. Off a couple of screens to Booth. He'll come down the lane. Switch hands. Floater no good. And then we get a jump ball on the rebound between Crane and Techmeyer. And the arrow will point the way of west side. They send Zach Folda in. And they send Chase Thompson in. They've got three seconds here. And a chance to score from underneath their own hoop. Koski's going to come in defensively for the Bearcats. West side has not put in a two-point bucket yet. Let's see what happens here. Three seconds to go. They'll throw it in with O'Neal. He'll lob it out top to Foldo. Open three. Got it. And that's the end of the first quarter of play. Five three-pointers for Omaha Westside. And Carney leads it 18-15 after one here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown Carney for a free estimate. Are you searching for answers on what next year's fertility program should look like? Are your fields answering the questions you've been asking them through population and fertility trials? Aurora Data Advantage answers these questions and more. Data Advantage is the ultimate program to help you take control by transforming your shelves of notebooks and raw data into decision-making farm knowledge. We're so confident in our analysis that we offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Ask your local Aurora co-op agronomist about Data Advantage in our early enrollment discount today. Aurora Cooperative and Data Advantage, putting both our owner's equity and your farm data to work. Along with our producer engineer Ed Smith, Doug Duda with you here. As we've seen a three-point barrage, Carney four of seven, Westside five of six for all of their points here in just the first quarter alone. 18-15, Bearcats will get the ball to start the second quarter of play after that jump ball with three seconds and Westside hit a deep three. Six points for Coster on two threes. Six points for Chase Thompson on two threes. Turnovers, West Side four, Carney three. Neither team has been at the line, barely getting it inside. Robinson has one short jumper for Carney High. Again, the extended zone for West Side. And that's why we've seen some of the threes. Carney playing man. Coster back over to Clevenger, looking for some movement away from the ball. Really, nobody's moving right now. Now they'll crisscross the post. 
They kind of try to lull you to sleep here against this zone. Up top, Clevenger. One dribble to the top of the circle to Cannon. Coster for three. It's too deep. No good. Rebound comes out long to O'Neal, and O'Neal puts it on the floor. Tries to go coast to coast. Coster got a hand on it, and the shot's no good. Rebound brought down by Shiloh Robinson. Coster just got a finger. Now Techmeyer drives into the paint, and before he can get to the rack, we're going to get a foul called on west side, Zach Folda. That'll be his first, second foul on west side. Only one foul called to the Bearcats in the first quarter. In the girls' game, west side wins it 51-37. The third-ranked team in the state will talk with Carney's Jason Boyd at half as they try to lob it into Robinson and knock the basketball away. It is Hellman, Carney's fourth turnover. Thompson, Hellman's wide open, baseline jumper from eight. Sets on the rim, no good, all Carney underneath. Rebound brought down by Ryan Koski. He'll get it to Clevenger. In front of the west side bench with a left-hand dribble. Now swings it over to Cannon Coster. On the wing, Techmeyer, the lefty's three is too strong. Long rebound comes out to Chase Thompson for Omaha West Side. The Warriors looking for their first back-to-back wins of the season after beating Northwest for the second time this year on Tuesday night. Carney High winning seven in a row last week, Southwest and East in the Lincoln Double Dip. Here's the lob to Thompson on a little pick and roll, and it rolls off the rim. No good. Robinson gets the rebound. It was a nice cut to the hoop, but Westside couldn't finish it, and they still don't have a two-point bucket in the game. Clevenger guarded up top here by Zach Folda, playing catch on the right wing with Techmeyer. And now Coach Drake Baronic comes up with a different play call here and relays it in. Trying to set up Techmeyer for a three off of a couple of uh, cuts. Instead, they make a beautiful roll pass into Shiloh Robinson, who lays it up and in. Boy, I'd, you got to have a little practice to do what Cannon Coster just did. And what a crossover. He sends Clevenger to the floor with the shot by Ryan O'Neill. No good. Rebound gets kicked out top. And they'll get a second opportunity. And since he missed the shot, even the Bearcats can smile at that one. That was the old ankle breaker that O'Neill put on Thompson for three, top of the key, and he missed one, and then it goes over the backboard off the rim. Just the second three missed in seven attempts here for Omaha West Side. 5.40 to go here in the second quarter. Carney 20, Omaha West Side 15 on Classic Hits, KKPR-FM, Carney Grand Island Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Koski, they actually got it in the paint. Doesn't know what to do with it as they surround him, so he'll kick it out. Get it to Robinson right baseline. There's that bounce pass into Koski again, trying to get rid of it. Ball deflected, but Clevenger has it to Koster. Good defense right now by Westside. Also forcing Carney to take some outside shots. They know what they want to do to get that ball inside, work the two-man game with Robinson and Koski. It's worked a couple of times both ways. Techmeyer looking for some move. Coach Baronic wants some movement right now. He might call a timeout. Let's find out. Coster for three. After all that passing around, no good. Robinson won the battle of the basketball and tipped it out for another three that is no good. Robinson with his fifth board tries to find Coster in the paint. He's covered, and it's picked off by Bennett Hellman. So Carney turns it over, but they had three looks at the hoop. 20-15. to 15. Carney and Westside has yet to score here in the second quarter at the four-and-a-half-minute mark. Stutter dribble Ryan O'Neal gets it inside Thompson, and he will put it up. And in. Westside wanted a foul and a three-point play there. Probably right. And the first two-point bucket of the game comes with 4.20 to go here in the second quarter for Omaha Westside. And they're only down three. 20-17. Coster in the paint. Tries to dribble it. It rolls off a Westside leg, but right out top to Clevenger. And they'll reset. 
We've had this same five in there for the whole second quarter so far. Four minutes to go. Skip pass over to Koski. Tries to get it to Robinson. He gets it but can't shoot it. Kicks it out. Techmeyer. Jake's three good. Carney's so good when they get the wide open look at a three. They had to respect Robinson and double down. And Carney hits their first three of the second quarter. They're one of five in the quarter, five of 12 in the game from outside. 23-17 Bearcats equaling their largest lead as O'Neal drives. Trials the foul and it rolls in. So Ryan O'Neal, not to be confused with the actor, has a chance at a three-point play. And Carson Schwartz will come in for Carney. And checking in for Omaha West Side again will be Jared Crane. So kit ready for the Crane-Robinson battle down on the block. Ready to shoot the free throw now after all the subs is Ryan O'Neal. He'll put it up, and it is good. And checking in for Westside will be Jaden Booth. So the three-point play the old-fashioned way, and it's 23-20. That was the first free throw of the game for either team. Carney leads it by three, and Boystown has knocked off Hastings-St. Cecilia tonight in overtime at the Centennial Conference Tournament as Coster takes a shot on the baseline, adjusted by Crane, who gets the rebound of the miss. 73-68, Boys Town in overtime. So as Coach Tom Crable told us last week before the Prep Classic, they hoped to come to the Tri-Cities twice. They did. They beat Central Catholic and St. Cecilia's. Thompson's three is no good. Coster the rebound. Cannon all the way to the other end. No good. Robinson gets the rebound. He's fouled by half the team and will go to the line to shoot two. Shiloh with four points, five rebounds, six rebounds after that, and three block shots. The foul is going to be called on Jaden Booth. That is his first and the team's third. Carney has just two fouls called on them. As the free throw, Robinson is too strong this time. West side, five points in the quarter. Carney high, five points in the quarter. Second free throw now for Shiloh Robinson. On the way and good. So Robinson hits one of two. The Bearcats 24, Westside 20 here on Classic Hits. A Friday night basketball. A lot of conference tournaments either going on tonight or with teams getting ready for next week and some play-in games tomorrow. Just not a ton of games tonight in our area. A three here for Westside's Jaden Booth is too strong. The rebound brought down by Brant Barth. And he is going to be fouled by Jaden Coles. That'll be his first and the team's fourth personal foul. Again tomorrow, Carney has matinee basketball at Lincoln High. Girls at 245, boys at 415. We will switch over to ESPN 1460 AM. But if you're listening online, it's always PlatteRiverPreps.com. Here's Techmeyer into the lane, and as he goes up on the left hand, he gets fouled. That's really the first time we've seen one of the Carney guards attack the paint. And the foul is on Booth, two in a row there on Booth. And Techmeyer has two threes, but will shoot his first free throw of the basketball game. And it is up and short, no good. In for Omaha West Side will be Dylan Plouts. And the second free throw coming up. Bearcats stand pretty basic. Schwartz is in for the Bearcats along with Barth, and the second free throw is good by Techmeyer, so we got one of two, 25-20 Bearcats. Shiloh Robinson, Schwartz, and Coster also on the floor. 
Walking the ball up the floor, Ryan O'Neill, who has five, six of the 20 points for Westside, gets it to Thompson, who has eight of them. Back to O'Neill in front of the Carney bench, looking for the pick and roll with Thompson. It's covered on the switch. Robinson's down there. They get it on the block to Crane. Skip pass over the left wing to O'Neill, working on Techmeyer again, trying to set up that pick and roll, but Carney has it well covered. Two minutes to go here in the first half. Carney 25, Westside 20. They'll try the pick and roll at the right side. It's covered. Back up top, Thompson. Over to Plouts. Plouts doesn't want the three. One dribble to the right elbow to Thompson. Still behind the back. Thompson comes in the lane. There is going to be a blocking foul on Carney High. Robinson and Coster were both in there. And they'll call it on Shiloh. That was a unique call because as you look at that, the official didn't have to make the block charge call because he could make the foul on the arm call on Robinson. And Thompson put it up. Don't know right, wrong. It was just you don't see something like that very often. So he didn't have to call it one way or the other since Carney had him sandwiched. Thompson steps up and hits them both. So Chase Thompson trying to keep West close. They were up 9-2. to two. Carney went on an 11-0 run and have led ever since, but by no more than six. 25-22 Bearcats inside. Techmeyer to Robinson, and he'll go up and throw it down. Shallow Robinson, five of the quarter, seven in the game. And it is now 27-22. Carney, Bearcat basketball. When they get it inside, they've had a lot of layups. And they've had three or four so far in this game. Here's Plouts for a pull-up three. He wanted that pick and roll with Thompson, but he was covered. So Dillon pulls up and hits the first three of the second quarter for Westside. And it's a two-point game. Carney 27-25, deep in the left corner. Barth gets it to Schwartz, fakes the pass up top. Oh, gets it underneath, reverse layup. Robinson, he gave him the head fake like he was going to throw to Coster, and they all bit. And what a great pass by Carson Schwartz to allow Shiloh Robinson to get another bucket. 29-25, Bearcats, 45 seconds to go here in the second quarter of play. Thompson on the right wing, brings Robinson out there with him, decides to drive on him, got him in the air, and Shiloh snuffs him out with his fourth block. Coster picks up the loose ball, 30 seconds to go. Over to Techmeyer. They didn't say to hold for the last shot, but I think now with Techmeyer looking over there, Coach Bronick says, okay, let's do it. 20 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Techmeyer holding the ball in place with the dribble, actually. Eight seconds to go. Techmeyer looks at Schwartz back to Coster. Back out to Techmeyer. A deep top of the key three is no good. The ball is saved by Coster, but that is the end of the first half of play. So, Carney. Watched Omaha Westside hit their first three threes to jump out 9-2, to two, but then the Bearcats able to uh, rally with an 11-0 run and keep the lead 29-25 here at half. When we come back, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll talk with Bearcat girls coach Jason Boyd and give you the stats right after this. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. 
The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney, because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Back to Omaha West Side. Halftime of the boys game. Carney High 29. West Side 25. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. We'll look at the first half stats in just a little bit. Uh, again, one of the other big scores tonight from 1230 KHAS. Boys Town beats St. Cecilia in overtime. A final score there. 73-68. to St. Cecilia had the lead most of the game until uh, Boys Town forced overtime. Well, uh, that's why we do the games. That's why we play the games because I've been doing this for X number of years. It's been quite a while, and Coach Jason Boyd's been coaching for quite a while, and it was one of the stranger games I had ever seen. Uh, Coach Boyd, I'll give the folks, if they didn't join us right away, a quick recap. As a uh, Carney did not score their first field goal of any kind until there was a minute 20 to go in the second quarter. We know the offensive struggles during this four-game losing streak uh, have been more than you want to go with. But then you call a timeout with about a minute 40 to go. They take it to the hoop three times. You get a couple steals. You go from 4 to 13. You actually have some momentum going into halftime and eventually cut this to a one-point game. What did you tell the girls in that timeout, and what changed from that point on? Well, I mean, we, we definitely picked up our – I mean, we started our trap. They, their, their, uh, their point guard got two fouls, went out of the game, so that, that helped a little bit. We, we picked up our trap, but we were just trying to get them. Pressure has bothered us a lot um, getting into an offense, and so, you know, a lot of times we're trying to run an offense with our back to the hoop, and so we just talked about you got to face and you got to attack a little bit. you got to dribble attack, dribble attack the basket some. Um, just be more aggressive. I mean, right now you got nothing to lose. I mean, probably my biggest mistake is not calling more timeouts earlier. Actually, I think I, that was my second, I think, when yep. I called that one. Um, but I, I think I need to get maybe get one early, you know, midway through the first quarter. Right now we're really struggling in the first half of games. Um, it, it, Southwest, we're down 23-9 to at halftime. Come back and go up. We're up three with about a couple minutes to go in the Southwest game on the team that's ranked second and third in the state right now in a couple different polls. And then uh, – and then uh, last week, we obviously were struggling in the first half a lot, and we really struggled most of that game. And, then, and that was different. It wasn't pressure. It was just size and zone, and we struggled with that too. And so it's been frustrating. We talked to the girls, what do we need to do to get going? I mean, they, they think we need to go to our trap earlier maybe. I mean, maybe we need to just get that going at the very beginning of the game, to be honest. We just didn't think we could do that against these guys. I mean, Quinn Weideman is probably the best point guard in the state. Um and, and uh, didn't think, I mean, she's so athletic, didn't think we could really trap and pressure them. And then, and then their two guards good and can handle it and can shoot it. And so 
Um, we're surprised we did as well as we did in that trap, and, and really at the and even in the second half when Vitamin was back in the game, we we went on a big run and cut it to one. And it was and it was a really good for the folks that don't know that. I mean, the trap was extremely effective. And then again, you start down the road, you start talking. Well, you don't have a, a deep team. You're not going to run in uh, constantly eight girls. So if you do that the whole game, maybe that catches up to right. you a little bit yeah. as well. Um, I actually called one timeout, I think, just because I yeah. thought we were tired. And, and I'm kicking myself for that because that's when they came out and did their tr- their run and jump a little bit right after that timeout. So I'm kicking myself a little bit over that one. But we were getting a little tired. Uh, and we were ro- going on a roll, so I didn't want to really sub out, you know, who we had in the game at that time. You it, you just kind of mentioned it offhanded. You have, you have beat the number one team. You have led the number two team. And you were within one point of the number three team after being down 19. So when you're on, you are really on. But when you're not, this first half thing, and I know the coaches are probably in there beating their heads against the wall, what is it that you will try and change? I'm sure you've been trying to change things the last couple of games. Lincoln High might not be the best test tomorrow, but at this point, if you're not scoring double digits in the first half, it ain't going to matter who you're playing. And I just used the word ain't up there. <laughs> well, and even Lincoln East game, you know, we, we actually tried to pressure them the first half. And so, you know, maybe you go to pressure. Um, we tried to, couldn't turn them over. Second half, when we went to our trap against Lincoln East with our size, they shredded it for layups the whole time. So it's just tough to know what to do. But we, you know, we've talked about it, and you know, probably starting in more pressure. I mean, we got it. We've got to. I mean, because tonight we didn't. Um, Southwest, we didn't. We did against East, but they're just tough to pressure with their size. So starting with pressure, I think, is what we got to do. Uh, call timeouts earlier first quarter if we're not playing well. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's tough when you start doing that. It kind of gets in their head a little too. Um, they just play more, so much more aggressive in the second half. And, and I'll tell you what, though, this stretch by far has been the toughest stretch since I've been coaching at Carnegie. I don't think everybody understands that. I mean, when we were, you know, when we were, I think, 2008, we got thir- we got in a third-place game that year, uh, had a really good team. But, you know, we had a good team. We had a lot. Our record was unbelievable, but we didn't play the schedule we're playing now. I mean, it is is brutal. It's been tough for us. This stretch has been really tough. Um, and so uh, – you know, we won the first two of that six-game stretch and then and then lost four in a row, and some of the ways we lost just made it even more painful. And so uh, hopefully we can turn it around. Now we play a Lincoln High team that I think is maybe a game above 500. I can't remember record-wise. They're right around there. And they're, uh, they have two Lincoln Northeast transfers that are starting for them that weren't playing for them until January. We're ineligible until January. So right now, yeah, they're 9-7 and seven now, I see. Um, so, uh, so I mean, it's it, it doesn't get easier. And, and they've been winning now with these two players playing for them that weren't playing for a semester. And so we've, we've got another tough one tomorrow. And then we got Hastings and we got Grand Island, always a big rivalry. And they're 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 better this year than they've been. Papio South. I mean, it's just it's Class A basketball. It's just it's just tough every night. And and it, it, you know, it's good to know we we're competitive. Um, and we can we, we feel pretty confident with beating pretty much anybody we play right now because we we have that we're playing in games we're in close games late other than East and really Gretna those are the two that that we weren't but other than that we've been with with good teams late in games I'm talking one point games in the fourth quarter um, with really good teams so that that's that's something we can throw at the kids some positives and and you know especially as we keep going through the year and, and we just need to get a win you know right now. You got about 15 seconds, Jason, but I do want to ask about not Lincoln High, but by having an overnight trip, maybe the girls have a little fun tonight, loosen up, get ready for an early afternoon game tomorrow. Right, not too much fun, but yeah, they'll. I mean, the, 
kids, you know, it, it's basketball. We care about it. We love it. But they get over it. They can get over it pretty quickly, and they can start uh, hanging out and having some fun together. And so hopefully we get that tonight. I think you're right. A, an overnight trip is, is, is good for us right now. All right, Coach. We'll see you tomorrow in Lincoln. Okay. Thanks a lot, Doug. You bet. Jason Boyd, head coach of the Carney Lady Bearcats. Down 19 early, down one at 34-33 early in the fourth quarter, but then a 13-0 run, and that was what it took. 51-37, Mariah Ross with 15, and Alexis Mishu with 14. We'll head to the second half in a moment. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Carney 29, Westside 25. The number's next. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Quick look at our first half stats. Carney High, five turnovers. Omaha Westside, four. They didn't turn it over at all in the second quarter of play. Westside has three, four, five, six, seven, eight rebounds, 25 points, eight rebounds, three out of three from the free throw line, six out of ten from three-point land in the game. For Carney High, they have 29 points, 11 rebounds, two out of four from the free throw line, Five out of 13 from three-point land. Five block shots, five turnovers. And Carney High leads it 29-25. to 25. Jake Techmeyer with seven. Shiloh Robinson with nine. Cannon Coster, six. Ryan Kosky, four. And Carson Schwartz has hit a three-point bucket. Ryan O'Neill has six for Omaha Westside and ten for Chase Thompson. So let's get ready for the second half. Omaha Westside. We'll have the uh, basketball, and they've stayed in it from the three-point arc. So let's see if they can find some other offense getting here into the second half of play. Trailing 29-25. They had a quick start to the first quarter, and this pass knocked away. Clevenger heading our way, and Clevenger got bumped as they were headed out of bounds by Jaden Coles, and the boys have a little look at each other. Happened right in front of the official who let it go, but it looked like Clevenger was going to save it or at least throw it in, and Coles made sure he didn't. And Westside will have the basketball. 29-25. Biggest lead was seven, obviously, by Westside. Biggest lead, Carney six on a couple of occasions. 30 seconds in on this possession for Westside and holding it between the circles now, Ryan O'Neill, as they'll readjust it against the Bearcat man-to-man on the left elbow. They'll get it to Hellman, skip it back over to O'Neill, up top off the screen, Coles, but... They fought through it and got off the switch. Thompson at the top of the circle. Good defense here by the Bearcats. 45 seconds into the possession, and Clevenger up top does make the steal this time. Takes it in. He wants some contact, and he's fouled. He's still a little miffed over that last play over here on the sideline. He was taking that in, and it didn't matter what happened. Foul going to be on Ryan O'Neill. That'll be his first. 
Jane Booth, the only player in the game for either team that has multiple fouls, so that's not a concern right now for either team. Clevenger has not scored. I don't think he's shot yet. Maybe once, and he'll put that one up and in. 30-25, to 25 Bearcats. Second free throw now. On the way, and Techmeyer, or excuse me, uh, Clevenger nails them both. So Trey hits them both. Carney's back up by six, equaling their largest lead at 31-25. A minute gone here in the third quarter of play on KKPR-FM. Carney, Wood River, St. Paul, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Thompson up top, and there's a hook on Clevenger down low, working on Bennett Hellman. For Trey, that'll be his second personal foul, the first Bearcat with multiple fouls. Carney only had three fouls called on them defensively in the first half of play. Underneath their own hoop, West Side looks to force it into the paint. They do to Hellman, and he's able to find the bucket. Bennett Hellman with his first bucket of the ball game, 31-27. Carney high by four. Been playing back and forth between two and six since really the end of the first quarter of play. Skip pass all the way over to Clevenger. Rolls it down, trying to get it to Robinson. Hellman knocks it away, and Carney turns it over for the sixth time, but then Robinson got it right back. Up top to Koski, passes on the three into the corner. Koster tries baseline, got by his man, and then they grabbed him. I think they were anticipating a monster dunk, and so Jaden Coles grabbed him on the jersey. That'll be his second foul. And into the ball game, Dylan Plouts for Westside. Jaden Booth, the freshman, will check out. Again, a very young team here for Westside. Considering Class A, you usually have a senior-laden roster. And Trey Clevenger, there is some water on the floor, and he about fell down. And fortunately, the official didn't call a travel. He just blew the whistle and said, we need to towel down this spot. Somebody probably spilled something during halftime, and that's the first time that they have been over there. Doug Duda with you here in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. 6.20 to go in the third quarter. Kearney 31, Westside 27. This is Kearney's final trip to the Metro this year. And if they keep playing well, they don't have to worry about coming here for the districts. Coster to the high post to Techmeyer. One dribble to the left elbow out to Clevenger. Trey for three. Got it. All five points here in the quarter for Carney High. Trey Clevenger and Carney now with their biggest lead at 34-27. Carney's only other, well, excuse me, they do come to Papio South, so I guess they're on the east side of the Metro on February 4th. Then Benson comes to town to wrap up the regular season. So one more with Papio on the 4th. With it on the right wing, it's a little pick and roll to Hellman. Hellman can't handle it. The ball goes out of bounds off of Carney. And now the official's going to discuss what exactly happened here. Carney said that it hit Westside, and they will overturn it and give it to Carney. The down ref first gave it to Westside. And there's not too much argument except for the fans. It happened down here in front of the Westside bench. So Carney will get the basketball off the Westside turnover. They're seventh of the basketball game, third in the quarter. And now they'll put some pressure on. Carson Schwartz has re-entered. He'll get it to Techmeyer over to Koski across the timeline. Back to the center circle, Techmeyer. Schwartz trying to find Koster and get him open here. Cannon has stayed outside for the most part. Rotated around the left side to Techmeyer. Now Cannon, who's got a couple of threes. Back to Schwartz. They're getting closer. Backdoor lob to Koster. Missed it, but got his own rebound and scored. The lob was a little too close to the rim, so... Cannon did the best he could and actually made one heck of an athletic play 
and hits the layup. And now a nine-point lead for the Bearcats, 36-27. And Techmeyer bodying up one-on-one against O'Neal in the backcourt. Will pick up his first personal foul. Again in the girls' game tonight, a quirky one. Carney down 19, cut it to one. Westside goes on a 13-0 run in the fourth quarter and wins at 51-37. Carney Catholic girls playing St. Paul tonight. The St. Cecilia boys, another one of our radio games, fell in overtime to Boys Town, 73-68. So Boys Town will play in the conference tournament championship tomorrow. Five-second count on here for O'Neill. Just gets rid of it in time. The Chase Thompson, who's been quiet for a while, up top to Dylan Plouts. Schwartz about gets the steal, but Coles gets a hand on it, saves it to the baseline helmet. He'll drive underneath the hoop. He'll score and draw the foul. He actually had his head behind the backboard, but wrapped it around and scores. The foul going to be called on Cannon Coster, his first, team's third. And Hellman has both buckets here in the third quarter for Westside. His free throw is good. 36-30, Carney after the three-point play by Bennett Hellman. And Techmeyer the point. Extending that zone defense now. Westside will switch it over to a man. They were going to try and trap as they came across the timeline, but Carney had that covered. Off the switch, Coster has it on the right elbow. Gets it into the corner to Techmeyer. Back out to Cannon. Between the circle, Schwartz. Over to Jake. Jake off the screen. They're trying to find Shiloh. Coster with a basketball, but they're really sagging on him. And now we've got a foul. On the Coster drive. Goes against Jaden Coles. That'll be his third. And he's going to check out. And Zach Folda, who hit the three at the first quarter buzzer for his only points, will come in. And they'll take the junior Jaden Coles out. 4.14 to go, third quarter. Carney 36, west side 30 here in Omaha. Schwartz to throw it into the front court. Ooh, lobs it in dangerously, and Robinson couldn't find it. Turnover, Carney High. Uh, throw that they just tried to get to the biggest guy, tallest guy on the floor, and it did not work out. So across the timeline, Ryan O'Neill. O'Neill, stutter dribble to the right wing, guarded by Schwartz. Five-second count on now that he picks it up on Coster. Up top, they'll get it to Thompson. Back inside to Hellman. He's in the paint, kicks it out of the wing for a three that is going to come up way short. Might have been partially blocked. Shiloh Robinson will grab his seventh rebound of the game, and Carney will bring it up to Schwartz. Out to Koski. Down low to Robinson and a reach-in foul on Bennett Hellman. Had they not whistled that, it would have been a layup for Robinson. He was a little late getting around the hip to knock the entry pass away. Robinson with nine so far in the game. Coster to throw it in. Schwartz dribbles to the wing, looks for the back cut. Coster's covered by Ryan O'Neill. So up top to Techmeyer. Carney could use some scoring in a couple of different places. It doesn't all have to be Shiloh. He gets doubled. There's Koski down the lane, and he'll score. Ryan with his third bucket of the ball game, all very similar. Now Koski steals the inbounds pass, gives it off to Techmeyer. It's two on three. Jake forces the jumper, and then over the back on the miss is Koski. It was two on three. Jake was in the paint. He needed to do something with the basketball, so he put up a fadeaway from eight. It didn't go. And back in the ball game for the Bearcats, Brant Barth for West Side, Jaden Booth, the freshman. Carney, 38. West Side, 30. 3-11 to go here in the third quarter of play. Full court pressure being put on. West Side, finally, oh, they try to get it to Thompson. 
And it goes out of bounds. I don't think Carney touched it. And again, the officials pointed this pointed the wrong way. They had Carney ball all the time, and Westside turns it over for the fifth time here in the quarter. They only had four in the entire first half. So that has thwarted them here a little bit against Carney's pressure. Techmeyer way out on the right side of the key. Bounce pass up top to Barth. Gives it to Coster. Coster, crossover, wants to make something happen. Gets bumped a couple of times, and the shot won't fall. But he'll go to the line and shoot two. Foul is on Ryan O'Neill, his second. Already the fifth foul, and we've had quite a few more fouls called here in this quarter than we did in the first half. Coster goes to the line for the first time. He's got eight points so far this evening. And Cannon will put it up and in. 39-30. Carney equals their largest lead of the contest. With a second free throw coming up. Trying to get their first double-digit lead of the night. And they will. So Coster nails them both. 40-30. Carney with the lead. 2.56 to go here in the third quarter. And again, Carney's pressure just about stealing it away. But when they don't, we've got a two-on-one. They take it at Cannon Coster. The shot's no good. Rebound brought down by Hellman, and he is fouled. The initial drive by Dylan Plouts was too strong, but Bennett Hellman was right there on that two-on-one to get the backside rebound. He's the only player to score for Westside here in the second half of play. And he will go to the line to shoot two. First one is on the way, and it is good. 40-31. to 31. And Westside's going to need some help here because, as we said, they hit six threes in the first half. That was 18 of their 25 points. And they've got nothing here in the second half. Second free throw, no good. Shadow Robinson will get his eighth rebound of the basketball game. 40-31 to 31 Bearcats, 2.40 to go here, third quarter. Carney had 18 in the first quarter. Backslide, they get it to Barth, didn't want it. Kicks it out to Coster, the three, no good. And then we've got a foul underneath on Carney High. Looks like Shiloh might have pushed off. And that will be his second personal foul. Sixth team foul on Carney High. He's going to come out for a breather here. And that will get Koski in. And so Coach Nemechek wants to counter and bring in a little taller post. And Jared Crane gives Hellman a breather. So really the first time those guys have had an extended break. Full court pressure being put on. And if Westside can handle that, you would think maybe they'd be looking to get it inside now that Robinson is on the bench catching a breather. Let's see if that's what Coach Nemechek sets up. Ryan O'Neill swings it over to the left wing to Plounce. Gets it down on the low block. There's Thompson against double team. Coster knocked it away. He'll get it back, kick it out for a three. O'Neill right corner. It is no good. Rebound comes out to chase Thompson on a deflection. Over to Plounce in the right-hand corner, guarded by Coster. Lob it up top, Thompson. One to three, but he's covered. Over to O'Neal. They've got to get the ball inside to Crane here. At least give him a look, give him a touch as he is being guarded by Koski. Instead, O'Neal flies down the lane, puts up the five-foot floater. It's in and out, no good. Barth with the rebound, and here come the Bearcats. Koster on the right wing, hits the trailer, Schwartz. Still 40-31. to 31. Now Techmeyer left baseline, sees the gap, drives, short-armed it, no good. Rebound saved by Jared Crane. Up ahead to Plouts, and here comes Thompson. Into the front court, the outlet pass to Jaden Booth. 90 seconds to go in the third, 40-31. to 31. Carney High looking for their eighth straight win. 
But the offense is really ground to a halt here for both teams. And with Hellman on the bench, he's the only player that's scored in this quarter. They'll try a three. Plouts guarded by Coster, and it rattles home. So the three seems to be the only offense Westside can rely on, and they cut it to six, 60 to 40 to 34, a minute to go. Third quarter, Coster up top, trying to go one-on-one with O'Neal, maybe get that third foul on him. Gives it off, though, to Barth, who hands it to Schwartz. Up top to Techmeyer. Over to Coster. Cannon sees the lane open. He drives, draws the contact up and in. O'Neal saying, man, I did what I was supposed to do, but a chance at a three-point play here. So Ryan O'Neal, his third personal foul, and Cannon Coster will go to the line, but Westside, with only 43 seconds to go here in the quarter, wants to call. A timeout, a chance for a three-point play for Cannon Coster when we return this timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 43 seconds to go in the third. Carney 42 and Westside 34. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine. South Central Avenue, Carney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Always glad to have you along with us here on Classic Hits, KKPR-FM, PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming, brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. And at the line to try and complete a three-point play will be Cannon Coster. He was fouled on the made bucket before the timeout. So Coster takes a couple of dribbles. Puts the free throw up and buries it. Seven in the quarter for Coster, 13 in the game. And it is 43-34. to 34. Carney back up by nine. Full court pressure ball deflected. It comes right back to Jaden Booth who threw it in. Outlet to Thompson in traffic. Good handling of the ball to the big guy, but he cannot get it to fall on the layup. Coster with the rebound. And now Carney looks like they're going to hold it up. They were sprinting up the floor, but Coach Peronic. Told his point guard, Jake Techmeyer, let's play for the last shot. Chance to go up double digits again. Carney's biggest lead was at 10, 40-30, and right now it's 43-34. Coster just killing time here in the center circle. Now calls for Techmeyer to come out and take the ball with nine seconds. Over on the wing to Clevenger. Clevenger off a couple of screens out to Coster. Four seconds. Cannon draws the double team. The ball slipped out of his hands. It goes out of bounds. With one second to go, Carney turns it over. Good defense there by Westside. So they've got one second to try and throw something towards the hoop. Jaden Booth to throw it in. Will they go short or deep? Now they throw it in, and O'Neal will get it away. He shouldn't have. He dribbled the basketball. 
but it doesn't matter. It's no good, and that's the end of the third quarter of play. Carney 43, Omaha Westside 34 on Classic Hits. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Carney Catholic girls leading St. Paul after 3, 45 to 26. Here are the Carney High boys leading after 3, 43 34. Time for our seats to success. Brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. Westside kind of dug the hole here in this quarter with five early turnovers, and then the last three minutes, they were able to take care of the basketball. For Carney, it looks like Cannon Coster is starting to warm up a little bit. He's got 13. Robinson has not scored in this second half, so they took that away from Carney. He's got nine. Techmeyer to start the quarter. He traveled with a basketball. He tried to take his man off the dribble on the mismatch. Thompson was guarding him on the switch, and so as he started to back in, he lost his uh, balance and is called for the travel. That'll be the ninth turnover of the game for Carney, so those are even at nine apiece. The only scoring for Westside last quarter, Bennett Hellman, but they changed that right now. Chase Thompson hits a deep three. Dylan Plouts had the other three last quarter, so 13 points now for Chase Thompson, and the steal is made. Carney turns it over, but not able to finish is Jaden Booth. He just decides to bring it back out with the score 43-37. Thompson for another three. It's no good. Offensive rebound pulled down by O'Neal. Now another three. This one is no good from Jaden Booth. Rebound Cannon Coster and a foul. Boy, the whole west side bench was up for those threes. It would have cut it to three. They were ready to explode, but it did not work. And we are now in the bonus both ways. The seventh team foul and the second on Bennett Hellman. And Cannon Coster, who knows how to make some free throws. And the Bearcats were 5 of 5 at the line last quarter. They're 7 of 9 in the game. They're 6 of 15 from three point land, while Westside is 8 of 16. And the free throw good. And they shot three threes here in the first 45 seconds of the quarter. First point of the fourth for Carney 44 37. Chase Thompson leads Westside with 13, three different players with six. Second free throw for Coster is good. Leads the Bearcats with 15. Carney, 45. Omaha Westside, 37. Both teams play tomorrow at Lincoln High, and we'll have those on ESPN 1460. The girls at 245, the boys at 415, and then they're home against Hastings Tuesday, beginning at 6 on ESPN. 1460 and 1550. Oh, there's a good ball fake. O'Neal, right elbow, 15 foot jumper, no good. Rebound grabbed by Ryan Koski, his third. Gets it to Coster. 
Doesn't have numbers as he comes across the timeline. He'll hand it off to Carson Schwartz. Schwartz, a couple of dribbles. Trying to get it over to Koski. Now he's trapped. Steps between the trap. And a timeout will be called by Carney. And they would wish they didn't have that. They thought that he was going to get trapped. And just as they called the timeout, Koski exploded towards the hoop. 6.38 to go in the game. Kearney 45, Westside 37. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. And welcome back, everyone, to high school basketball with our producer-engineer, Ed Smith. Doug Duda with you here on this Friday night from Omaha West Side. Again, let's say thanks to Athletic Director Tom Kirkman and the crew. Carney after the timeout. will inbound it, leading at 45-37 with 6.38 to go here in the contest. Schwartz, as they put up the pressure, gets it to Robinson in the corner. Carney's went to a four-corner look here, and Coster's the man in the middle, and he will jam it home. Cannon Coster with the two-hand thump, and it's 47-37, back up by 10. Gave him a different look coming out of the timeout and made it pay off. Now Robinson at the top of the key is out there on the switch trying to put some pressure on O'Neal. Skip pass over for Coles for three. Grazes the front of the rim, no good, and Robinson will grab his ninth rebound. And a foul called underneath, or did we just get a kick of the basketball? It looks like that's what the call is, just a kick. When we are done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have all the final stats, chat with Coach Drake Baronic, and then get ready to head to Lincoln for tomorrow afternoon's contest. Carney has the ball in a 10-point lead for the first time. Skip pass against this extended zone of West Side. Gets it to Koski, up top to Techmeyer. Can they find Coster again? Schwartz, skip pass to Koski. About eight feet away, again, gets it to the trailer, and that's Coster. The slasher will lay it up a left hand and score. All six in the corner belong to Cannon Coster. He's got 19 now, and it's 49-37. Westside put a scare on the Bearcats early, hitting their first three threes and going up 9-2. Good one-hand catch there by Jaden Booth in right-hand corner. Gets it to Hellman, tries to force his way into the paint. He's cut off, so they'll have to kick it back out. Good defense right now by the Bearcats into the hands of Ryan O'Neal. Stutter dribble, brings it into the paint. Double clutch, high off the glass, can't get it to go. Coster will grab his fifth board. And Carney right now turning things in their favor to put it away. Five minutes to go, up by 12. They've scored six straight. Coster again against Thompson, uses the body, bumps off him and scores. Cannon Coster taking over the game and a timeout called by Omaha Westside. It's Carney 51 and Omaha Westside 37 and 80 run by the Bearcats with 452 brought to you this timeout by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family. 
providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from Auto Owners Insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. At Hastings College, there are only 12 students to each professor. We don't have 300-seat lecture halls, so you get to be you, not a number. Hastings College is a great place. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. Nebraska wrestling team beats Purdue tonight, 28-9. Carney's wrestling team down in Kansas at a weekend tournament. We'll see the Bearcats later on as we get closer to state. Bearcats down in Garden City. Here we have 4.52 remaining in the ball game. Omaha West Side had to call the timeout. They do. They go coast to coast. The finger roll rolls out the front of the rim. No good. Rebound by Ryan Kosky. The first guy he saw was Robinson. That's not who they wanted handling the basketball, although he's shown that he can. And Carney now has it to Coster on the right elbow. Tries to bounce pass inside. The ball's kicked. Carney Catholic girls put away St. Paul in a makeup game tonight, 63-29. to There's a chance that they could see them in the semifinals of the conference tournament next week. And off the inbound, an easy cut for Cannon Coster. Lays it up and draws the foul. And Ryan O'Neill just got his fourth personal foul. Ten in a quarter for Coster, and he now has 23. And back to the line. Puts it up, and it rolls in. He's 6 of 6 at the free throw line. 24 points in the basketball game. Coster has taken it over. Shiloh Robinson, who led the team in the first half with nine, has not scored here in the second half, but that has opened things up for Coster. The rest of the team has seven total points since halftime. Clevenger, five, and Koski with a bucket. And the lead has shot up to 17. Carney High is on an 11-0 run. And now away from the basketball, we've got a holding foul on Carney. Going to go on Brant Barth, trying to fight through a screen, it looked like. And we've got a one-and-one coming up for Jaden Booth, who has yet to score the ball game here for Westside. 4.20 to go in the game. And Carney, right now with a beautiful cushion, looking for their eighth straight win. And the front end of the one-and-one is good for Jaden Booth. 54-38, Carney High. And the second free throw now. Booth puts it up and in. Our Sarah Care moment of the game, this Carney High 11-0 run, which would seem to have put it away. A Sarah Care hospice caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond, call a Sarah Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Carney breaks the press. Coster, coast to coast, runs over a guy. They say it's a flop. He'll lay it up and in and continue to add to his point total tonight. 56-39, Bearcats at the other end. A three-pointer will not go. Robinson fighting for the rebound, but it comes all the way out to Hellman. Up at the top of the circle to Plouts. Hellman calling for the ball, working on Coster. Instead, they keep it outside to Jaden Coles. Back to the top to Dylan Plouts. Puts the ball on the floor, drives in, and then Coster blocked the shot out of bounds. He kind of went right by him, and Coster just flicked it out of his hands. Koski back in. Of course, a couple of the Bearcats signing their national letters of intent coming up on Wednesday. Koski, one of those baseball Northwest Missouri State. Joaquin Robinson's going to go play football for Doan. 
at least for the guys on the basketball team. Here's a crossover three. Ryan O'Neal hits his second three of the ball game, and that was from pretty deep. Press broke again by Carney. Schwartz finds Coster. Shot blocked from behind, but Robinson follows it the second time. He is fouled. Dylan Plouts had the block. Robinson getting two rebounds underneath. He now has 11, and this is his first chance to maybe get a point in the fourth quarter. It's the third foul of the game on Bennett Hellman. The ninth foul of the half here on Westside. Carney 56, Westside 42. 3.27 to go in the game, and the first of the two free throws by Robinson, no good. Needs another point to get yet another double-double on the season for the 6'6 sophomore. Second free throw up, and it's good. So Shiloh has it, 10 points, 11 rebounds, four block shots to go along with that. Carney 57, West Side 42. 13 points in the quarter for Cannon Coster, which doubled his output for the game. He had six in the first half, and now he's got 26. And Carney continuing to pressure to make West Side work for everything. Don't want to give him any open three looks right now. As Jaden Booth, the freshman, trying to create, gets to the high post, pulls up from 15, no good. Robinson gets rebound, number 12. Outlet to Schwartz, up the right side, and he is bodied. They tried to help him out of bounds over there along the far sideline. And the foul goes on Jaden Booth, his third. And that is now the 10th team foul. So Carson Schwartz, who hit a three-pointer back in the first quarter, will make his first trip to the line. It is on the way, and it is good. And now Westside will bring in Zach Folda. And for the first time, Mason Snover, a 5'11 senior. Clevenger's going to come back in. He's been under the weather. He was really kind of sick yesterday. The flu continues to work its way through. Carney looks like they're going to work their way through it today. It may be more of a factor tomorrow playing back-to-back. And they're going to say Carson Schwartz's second free throw, which went in, will not count because he stepped on the line. 58-42. Bearcats with the lead. They were up 29-25 at half, 43-34 coming into the quarter. And then after 43-37, took an 11.0 run. And unfortunately for Westside, Zach Folda thought he was going to throw it. He just picked his pivot foot up ever so slightly. It happened in front of the Carney fans on the bench. And on second thought, the referee... Went ahead and blew his whistle. That's just the 10th turnover of the game for Westside. When they've turned it over, it's come in bunches. Back cut Coster. Nice pass from Koski, but that time, good backside help, and Coster couldn't get it to go. Rebound Zach Folda, his first. Up the floor, thinking about a pull-up three, not taking it. O'Neal gets it to Hellman in the right-hand corner, and Coster comes flying at and lands on Dylan Plouts. Couldn't even get the shot away. It would have been a three-free throw attempt, but he didn't get the shot away. And so it'll be a one-and-one because we're in the bonus. Cannon Coster, his second foul. Coming in for the Bearcats is Devin Coble, the 6'3 senior with 2.28 to go. Plouts has two threes but has not shot a free throw. And the first one that he shoots is right through there. Seven points now for Plouts. 58-43, Carney high. Second free throw now. On the way. And it is good. And we have got a sub coming in. And I think we might also have a timeout here by Omaha Westside. They will have one remaining. With 2.28 to go in the ballgame, this timeout is brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Kearney, 58, Westside, 44. 
for professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. And welcome back to Omaha West Side. Again, thanks to Tom Kirkman, the athletic director, and of course to all the many fine folks that allow us to bring you high school sports and our many fine sponsors. Be sure to tell them thanks. West Side putting on the full court pressure. Techmeyer trouble getting it in and has to call the timeout. So we've got another one here with 2.28 to go. In the game, 58-44, Bearcats. We'll be right back. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Don't forget next week, coverage of the Luplatt Conference Tournament here on Classic Hits beginning Tuesday night at Kearney Catholic. The girls will play either Gibbon or Centura. The boys will play Ravenna. And then Gibbon will host the semifinals next Thursday, Friday, and championship Saturday. They get it into Coster. It took a while. Cannon brings it all the way inside the three-point arc, back to the trailer, Schwartz. Into the corner, Clevenger. Trey's going to shoot the three. Comes up just short. The rebound grabbed by O'Neill for the West Side Warriors. Up the floor, he'll come. Brings it in. 360 spin move. Eight-footer. No good. Ball is tipped out by Bennett Hellman. They'll get another shot, and it is good. Ryan O'Neill. With 11 points in the game, 58-46, and Carney turns it over, and then a foul. Hellman got to the spot first, and Coster bumps into him. So hold the phone as Cannon Coster gets his third foul, 1.58 to go. And if Hellman can make them both, then we have a 10-point game. It's still a 1-1. and And Hellman, two of three at the line. All six of his points came in the third quarter. And the free throw on the way. It is good. Coach Drake Baronic wants his team to finish strong here and not make this a contest over the final two minutes. Second free throw for Hellman. On the way, and it is good. So Hellman hits them both. Six of six at the line in the fourth quarter for Westside. Full court pressure on. They can't get the steal, and it's up ahead to Coster, and he gets to dunk it for the Carney fans. So effortlessly, and it's going to be an assist to Shiloh Robinson. So, you know, and you got to overplay in the backcourt. Once you get beat, you're going to get scored on. 60-48, to 48, Carney, 140 to go. Westside looking for the three, settling for the two. O'Neal drives, switches hand, left-hand layup. No good. He hit the rim on the way up. Robinson gets his 13th rebound. And Carney, not being pressured in the backcourt, will take their time bringing the ball up the floor. Carson Schwartz, let's see what Westside wants to do, and they will foul him. It's going to go on. Dylan Plouts, his first of the game, and Carson Schwartz will go to the line. He's one of one. He made his second one but stepped on the line, so that did not count. And he'll get two here. The first one is good. Carson Schwartz has five points. The new West postgame show. Right around the corner here with the final stats. 
Second free throw on the way, and it is good. So Schwartz hits them both, and it is 62-48. Bearcats, a minute 20 to go. Their biggest lead, 17. Here's Plouts trying the contested three. Schwartz a hand in his face. It's no good. The ball comes out of bounds off of the Bearcats. And we're going to see the Bearcats clear the bench right here, and we'll see if Westside follows suit. You've seen a couple of these. Barth is back in. Coble's back in. Clevenger's back in. Here comes Brock Marlette and Joaquin Robinson for the final minute, 14. Westside ball underneath their own hoop. They lob it out to Plouts. Plouts off the screen, going to put it on the floor. And Robinson called for the blocking foul. He had good position. He was moving his feet, but he reached the hand out. And that'll be the first foul on Joaquin. Both teams now over the 10-foul limit. And Dylan Plouts will go back to the line where he hit a couple earlier. And the first one here is good. 62-49. Second free throw. Up and good. 62-50. Eight of eight in the quarter for Westside from the free throw line. Up the floor comes Carney High trying to handle the basketball. Hit it back to the trailer underneath the Robinson. Elevates over Hellman and scores. Nice shot for Joaquin Robinson. 64-50 Carney. Pull-up jumper for three. Ryan O'Neal won't go. High in the air for the rebound. Brant Barth gets his third. Get it to Clevenger to handle it with 40 seconds to go. And the Bearcats now just trying to run some clock. See who else can get a shot. Driving in. Barth puts it up. Off the iron once, twice. No good. Folder will get the rebound here. Outlet pass to Plouts. Plouts takes it into the paint and kicks it out to O'Neal. 4-3. Off the front of the iron again. Short. Rebound. Joaquin Robinson. Robinson wants to go coast to coast and does. And then they whistle. It looks like something happened underneath. Did one of the kids get a little blood on him? I think that's what happened. Joaquin Robinson will lay it up and in. And Westside now, because of the break, will clear the bench as well. Coming in, you've got Brett Curran, Cal Weideman. Again, Carl Brown. And to the Weideman family, uh, the girls had a special cancer shirt that they wore tonight. Of course, Quinn is one of the best in the state. And so uh, we all know the battle with cancer, and we wish the Wideman family the best here at Westside. In for Carney High. We will see the Bearcats play a little defense. Looks like Studi is in there. 12 seconds to go. Maybe one more shot here for Westside. Up top with it, Booth. Booth will drive in, put the shot up from nine, and hit it. Carney High will throw it in, and will they get a shot away from half court? They get it up to Coble, and Coble. Just puts it in his pocket, and this basketball game is over. And Carney High has won their eighth consecutive basketball game to improve to 11-4, while Omaha Westside will fall to 4-13. Carney 66, Westside 52. Earlier tonight, Westside girls pulled away for a 51-37 victory over the Bearcats. Coming up, the new West Post game show with the final stats. Chat with Coach Peronic. Stay with us. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. 
Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Hastings College offers many great things, tons of scholarships, more than 60 majors, and people who will help you succeed. And Hastings is a great college town. You've got to check it out. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. And welcome back to Omaha West Side, where it is time for the postgame show, brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Carney High, 66, and Omaha West Side, 52. A reminder that the Bearcat girls and boys will be on the road again tomorrow in Lincoln. In fact, the teams are staying down here tonight. Uh, different places, actually even in different cities. The girls here in Omaha, the boys in Lincoln. Uh, 245 girls tip off, boys at 415 tomorrow from Lincoln High, and those games can be heard on ESPN 1460 and 1550. A handful of scores have rolled in on this Friday night. Let's take a look at them. First off, for the girls, Carney Catholic, uh, no problem tonight taking care of St. Paul in a makeup game. The Bear, uh, the uh, Stars win it 63-229. Arcadia Loop City over Burwell, 47-41. Axtell takes care of Eustace Farnham, 57-27. Blue Hill, no problem with Shelton. Kozad it gets by Ogallala. Elm Creek over Overton, 55-237. Fillmore Central beat Gibbon, 37-26. Franklin over Wilcox, Hildreth, 48-36. Hastings beat the Columbus girls, 34 to 28, Minden advances to the finals of the Southwest Conference, beating Gothenburg 55 to 21. Ravenna, a winner over Centura, 64 to 33, in their ball game tonight. So Kozad and Minden play tomorrow at Kearney High in the uh, championship game that will be going on. Uh, the boys are playing uh, tonight as well in the Southwest Conference tournament at Kearney High. So we know some of the Bearcats are back there working and uh, listening to the game. Let's take a look at what we had on the boys' side tonight. Not much in yet, but out of the RPAC, Cambridge beat Southwest and Southern Valley was a winner over Arapahoe. Again, Kearney 66, Westside 52. We'll look at the final stats and talk with Coach Drake Baronic right after this on the New West Post Game Show. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney, because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney. 
And welcome back to the New West Post Game Show here on Classic Hits. Let's take a look now at the final numbers for the Warriors of Omaha West Side. Zach Folda, three points, two rebounds on a three-point bucket. Ryan O'Neill, 11 points, five rebounds. Dylan Plouts, 10 points, one block shot. Jaden Booth had four points and one rebound in the basketball game. Jaden Coles hits a three-point bucket. Bennett Holman, Hellman, excuse me, eight points, four rebounds. Jared Crane, three rebounds. And Chase Thompson, hot early, finished with 13 points and two rebounds. Eight rebounds in the first half, nine in the second. Both teams shot free throws well tonight. For Westside, three of three in the first half and 10 of 11 in the second half. Three-point shooting, probably the difference for Westside. Six of 10 in the first half. It was a little rougher maybe to get the shot off in the second half where they were three of 12. Turnovers four in the first half and six in the second half. Westside, 25 points at halftime, 27 in the second half, 52 points, 17 rebounds, 13 out of 14 at the free throw line, 9 of 22 from three-point land, one block, 10 turnovers. Westside now 4-15 and 15 on the season, and they will play next Friday, uh, at next Thursday at Lincoln North Star. For Carney High, Jake Techmeyer, seven points, one rebound, all in the first half. Trey Clevenger, five points. Ryan Kosky, six points, four rebounds. Brant Barth, three rebounds. Carson Schwartz, six points. Joaquin Robinson, four points and a rebound. Shiloh Robinson, another double-double, ten points. Nine of those were in the first half. He had a game-high 13 rebounds and four blocks. And Cannon Coster had a pretty good second half. Ended up with 22 points in the second half, 15 of those in the fourth quarter. 28 points, five rebounds, two blocks. 11 rebounds in the first half, 16 in the second Free throw shooting 2 of 4 in the first half, 12 of 13 in the second half. Three-point shooting 5 of 13 in the first half, 1 of 3 in the second half. Turnovers 5 in the first half and 6 in the second half. The Bearcats had 29 points at halftime, 37 in the second half, 66 points, 27 rebounds, 14 out of 17 at the free throw line, 6 of 16 from three-point land, 6 block shots, 11 turnovers. Kearney wins their 8th in a row. They get to 11 and 4 as they head to Lincoln High tomorrow afternoon at 4.15. And head coach Drake Veronic has joined us. And coach, uh, anytime you come into the Metro, doesn't matter. Don't even tell the kids what the record is. And uh, they hit some threes early and kind of live by the three early to stay in the ball game. And you uh, made that a little harder for them in the second half. Yeah, they were just too comfortable. And, and this is a team that can shoot it pretty well. And we talked about it beforehand. And um, we switched up how we were guarding ball screens. We were afraid of getting switched onto you know big guy and getting posted at the block. But um, the way they're shooting it in the first half, um, we just had to go uh, you know take that thing away and jump those things. And, and then we switched all of them and um, made it tougher for guys to get catches. They're just in too much rhythm in the first half. So um, our guys responded to a halftime adjustment. You came in, uh, the the flu bug had kind of hit part of the team. How did you want to handle your guards uh, coming into the game since Jake had been sick, Trey was still a little bit sick? Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's next man up. It's, it's uh, you know, we're, we're trying to build a program on toughness and being able to play through some stuff. So, um, you know, if you're not hurling and you're not throwing up, then we're probably okay to play. But uh, so I thought our guys responded pretty good. Uh, we didn't get a whole lot of practice time with some guys this week, but uh, – they responded in a game situation and, and just picked up where they left off last week, so that's huge. Talk about uh, the battle inside because uh, you had to get away or did get away from Shiloh a little bit in the second half, and then Cannon was able to do what Cannon does. Yeah, I think they just kind of switched up how they were guarding the interior a little bit, and then that gave Cannon some easy touches at the high post because they were worried about Shiloh. And, um, you know, in the first half, he got quite a few on drops and things like that, but 
um, you know, they just sat in that zone. It's always tough if you're not moving it and hitting shots to, to get into the rhythm. But, uh, you know, the, the uh, teams are starting to try to take away Shiloh Robinson and to be a sophomore and have that happen. I mean, that's a, a credit to what a good player he is. So um, our guys adjusted. Other guys stepped up. And, uh, you know, um, the most proud I am of Shiloh, though, is um, I jumped him pretty good at halftime because 41 was scoring all over him. And, uh, you know, I think he's a pretty good defender, and he loves to play defense. And um, so for him to respond in the second half and, and really kind of limit 41 because if he don't shoot it in, I mean, he's not getting around you, I wouldn't <laughs> think. But uh, so um, just his response in the second half defensively was what I was proud of. I guess I kind of commented about how good he was shutting everything down in the paint. Did you expect Chase Thompson to come outside the arc and, and shoot like he did? Yeah, he shows it on film all the time. He's one of those guys where, you know, if, uh, if there's a bigger kid on the floor – a lot of times, especially in lower classes, you better guard them at the three-point line because they're out there to drain some threes. You know, cheese X of the day. You know, the everybody loves to shoot that hey, three, man. man. It's, it's the easy thing to do. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, we knew that he'd stretch the floor a little bit, and we were a little concerned with that. But uh, we just didn't have the urgency with hands active um, when he got catches and got got him in rhythm. So, um, guys responded all night, and just super proud of these guys. Did they do anything that surprised you tonight? No, they, they showed their 2-3 zone quite a bit, and then they play a little man-to-man, then they do that little blitz thing that they do, and uh, um, I thought maybe they should probably shot a little bit better than we probably – we knew they could shoot it. I didn't know they were going to go 6 for 10. Yeah. You know, I think we – but we allowed them to get too many easy shots. So, um, you know, they're, they're not a bad team. You look at the record, you don't think they're very good, but they're competitive. they got two good guards. they got a guy that can shoot it, and they run good stuff. They're, they're well coached, and uh, so we knew it was going to be a battle coming in here. Lincoln High tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, you know they're pretty pretty good team, and um, they kind of about stung us last year. So we got to make sure that we're mentally prepared to go in there and, and keep rolling. And uh, it might be a t- tale of a different game. And they shoot the three decent, but not like this. And they like to get to the rim and play fast. So uh, it's one of those things where if we take care of the basketball and and be strong with it and, and make uh, good decisions, you know, hopefully we put ourselves in a chance and opportunity to win. We talked about it with Coach Boyd, but it's a different situation. You're on the road, so you guys are not going all the way home and yep. making the quick turnaround. Yep. Uh, how, how can that be fun and bonding and yet uh, nerve-wracking for the coach probably as well? No, I think this is the, the best part. I mean, I, we really got great kids at Carney High and, uh, you know, especially on our basketball team. And, um, you know, I love being around them. I think guys like being around each other. And I think that's what's sprung us this, this last little run here is we just we truly enjoy being around each other. And, uh, you know, James Hay reminded me that two weeks into the season hey you know i really think it's important for us to spend time outside of basketball with our guys and uh, them spending time together because it's it, it pays so many dividends on the basketball floor so um we made a point to do that and uh man getting us stuck together in a hotel there's nowhere to go man so they got to enjoy each other and it's just been huge so we're approaching this thing and, and one of our goals you know is playing a state tournament and this is a mini state tournament for us we're in lincoln staying overnight playing two games back to back and, uh, you know, I think if you, if you have high goals in mind, then you got to prepare like you do. And uh, this is a preparation for our basketball team where our program wants to go. So, um, you know, this is a business trip, and, and we're excited to be um, – we're very fortunate for Carney to let us stay overnight too. So that's, it doesn't happen all the time. So we're thankful, but we're excited. It's all that money the Southwest Conference gave them to hold the tournament there, Hey, right? man, you got to do what you got to do, man. <laughs> Drake, we'll see you tomorrow, man. All right, thanks a nice lot. Nice win. Drake Bronick. Hey, you staying in town? Uh, the eighth straight win. I'll, I'll talk to you later. We got, no, 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 no. There's nothing to be said for that. Straight to straight home. And I got church in the morning, so 
You know how that works. 66-52, Carney beats Westside. We'll take a final break and wrap it up after this. I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Don't forget, folks, that uh, tomorrow it's Carney High Basketball. Uh, we've also got Hastings Basketball College on 1230 AM KHAS and uh, plenty of other activities going on. Our high school hoop's going to be surrounded by college basketball tomorrow. We've got a morning game and then the evening game, uh, Butler-Georgetown uh, after Carney High Basketball. So plenty going on. Tri-City Storm fell tonight at Team USA 4-2. They'll play again tomorrow out there at Team USA with the tip-off or the face-off at 6 o'clock on the breeze. Again, in our girls' game tonight, it was a, one of the stranger games you'll ever see. Uh, Carney High did not make a field goal, two- or three-pointer, until there was a minute 20 to go in the second quarter. They were down 23-4 to four at that time. Then they scored nine points in the final minute 20. They're down 25-13 at half. They close it to 34-33 in the fourth quarter of play. And as soon as that happened, Westside scored 13 in a row and went on and won it by a score of 51 to 37. And Carney now eight and seven on the season. Omaha Westside uh, goes to 17 and two as the number three team in the state. And here in the boys' game, Westside hit three threes to jump out nine to two, only to see Carney go on an 11-0 run. Then they went on a 13-0 run in the fourth quarter and put this one away, 66. 52 for their eighth straight win. Cannon Coster with 28 points. Shiloh Robinson, 10 points and 13 rebounds for the Bearcat girls. Mariah Ross, 15, and Alexis Mishu, 14. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today for our producer engineer, Ed Smith. I'm Doug Duda. Thanks for listening. Carney 66, Westside 52. Proceeding has been a KKPR sports production brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com. I can't forget the scene.